Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Support Wrestle Talk. Give us a subscribe. Making their way to the ring at a combined weight of undeniably sexy, hailing from London, the Russell Ramble Podcast! We are going to succinctly, this is a very quick video, there are only five matches, there's no way we could possibly go over ten minutes. No, absolutely no way Possible. I was gonna. I was gonna say the H word, but I'm not sure if you're allowed to say that on like PG shows. The so, H word. Well, yeah, because some people get very offended when you talk about H E double hockey sticks, as Road Dog used to put it. Hell, even he himself will not say the words. But yeah, there's no. We're ch- already. Well, this is already super flurrous time. <laughs> what was it you said wrong on the podcast? I, it doesn't matter because we're doing the NXT oh, predictions. We're focused. It? it was a trophy. That's. <laughs> Instead of atrophy. All right, beefcase. <laughs> the money anyway. in the bank beefcase. <laughs> anyway. We've recorded a lot of stuff today. We're a bit oh, silly. Oh, this is, you can tell, this is a late, a late recording. Okay, so my jacket is on the line. Mm. So it's NXT predictions, it's money in the bank predictions, and our respective lady partners' money in the bank predictions is that as what well. We're basing it on not doing fantasy booking warfare? Um, that'll be the following week, but that, that's separate. My jacket is, yeah. So, okay, right. So, is, I'm I'm gonna do this pretty seriously. So, first up, we've got the undisputed era, which is Carlo Riley and Roderick Strong, the champions, the tag team champions, taking on Only Lorcan and Danny Birch, the hard hitting bald bastards team. <laughs> is that what you're calling that's them? Their, that's yeah, that's their official team name. I like it. It's so, great. who are you going to go for? This is for the titles. Yeah, I mean, I'm sticking with the uh, the undisputed era retention uh, here. I, I really like Only Lorcan and Danny Birch as a tag team. I think I've actually really enjoyed their feud with Pete Dunne in there as well. And um, it's been over the NXT TV for the last few weeks. But I I feel that yeah, undisputed era dude like then. They're not going to get the tag belts here. I think the Undisputed Era are certainly retaining, um, not the least of which they're advertised for tag team uh, championship matches in England the following couple of days later. Card subject to change, Mr. Results Leaked. I saw a promotional advert. Hey, man, I'm just saying. Uh, Yeah, I think Undisputed Era, there's a lot more mileage in them as champions. Yes. Longer term, you you want to give it to the... The sort of the UK contingent of chaps, Mustache Mountain and Pete Dunne. Uh, as much as I love Only Lorcan and Danny Birch, now is not their time, and it shouldn't. It shouldn't be them. Absolutely, I completely agree. Uh, and also, <coughs> I mean, there's. Um, I mean, you got other tag teams that certainly deserve it. Street Profits, in particular, 
Um, cannot wait for them to be in that tag team title picture. So next up, we've got a grudge match. <gasps> Ricochet versus Velveteen Dream. And so there's something about Velveteen Dream where he manages to make it. And I'm pretty sure it's his character, even though I believe he's not the best in-ring wrestler. He botches a lot, even against very good people. He does screw up a lot. Uh, but I just like in terms of character, he might be my favorite wrestler in the entire company. Raw, SmackDown, everything combined because he has an ability to bring out something in his opponents which is a reflection of his own character. Mm -hmm. So you've got these two warring sides of one person acting out through action in the ring, and by the end of it, the story has them both a little bit further along. Yeah, completely agree. Both wrestlers are helped. So that means Velveteen Dream can lose match after big match, and people still love him. And it's fascinating. It doesn't hurt him at all. No, it really doesn't. And I don't think it's going to... I mean, I won't give away my prediction but I'm assuming you're going with Ricochet yes which is why I'm going for Ricochet in addition to it being way too early in Ricochet's NXT tenure to lose I you know this is the match that's kind of positioning the number one contender for the NXT title for the next takeover and that person has to be Ricochet I'm also going with Ricochet going with King R Mm, leveled at the moment so then we've got uh, Shayna Baszler versus Nikki Cross for the NXT Women's Championship. Baszler is the champion right she now. She certainly is. And her storyline really on NXT for the past few weeks has been around Dakota Kai. And by bullying Dakota Kai, they had a championship match uh, on NXT TV. And then Nikki Cross came down. And she's like been like in the background of all of this. She's been trying to like get Nikki, like get, uh, get in Dakota Kai psyched up and being like, no, you, you can fear her, you know, doing it with a big Scottish accent. That, was, that weren't bad. And, uh, but now she's, now she's the number one contender and they're having this match. I loved the segments with Nikki Cross and Shayna Baszler because Baszler is like an MMA fighter. She's like this legit character and then Nikki Cross comes in doing her wacky stuff and Shayna just looks and goes like, what is going on? Like there's a moment where she like stole her belt and pretended to be champion. She's like, what are you doing? Give it back. Like I'm the, stop, show me respect. It's It's been really, really great. Um, but I'm, I was actually a little bit disappointed. I thought this would have some Dakota Kai involvement even if it was something along the lines of being the special guest referee, I thought it'd be a really nice touch because she's scared of Shayna Baszler, but she also is probably a little bit scared of Nikki Cross as well because who wouldn't be? So who are you going to go for? I'm going for a Baszler retention Mm. here, and I actually wonder whether, due to the uh, backlash, you might say, from certain people, that this will be Nikki Cross's swan song in NXT and she will rejoin her sanity uh, fellows up on the main roster yeah certainly possible but wwe don't really listen to fans like that that's, I, not, that's not what they tell you i yeah i uh yeah we pushed daniel bryan completely because of you guys <laughs> yeah. i can't i i don't think cross is coming up with sanity but i also so basil won the title at mania yes so this is she's only had like one takeover cycle it would be a mistake to take the title off her now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you said, there's this Dakota Kai feud rumbling in the background. It's nice to see Nikki Cross get this shot because I think character-wise, their personalities are quite nicely suited. Baszler's just bullied everyone, but she's finally come across someone she can't bully because Cross is insane. Yes. So th- I do like that side of things. But yeah, I do 
there is no there is no way in this where I don't think Baszler should lose the title. I, I completely agree. And I think the Dakota Kai thing, as you said, will certainly continue onwards. Um, I heart Dakota Kai right now. She's my she's my NXT crush at the moment. And um, she, I, I, I think they're going to do some really, really good stuff there. Although I do think it's quite funny that essentially they looked at Dakota Kai and was like, you're Bailey. You're Bailey 2.0. We're going to give you the exact same push, more or less. Maybe we can make it work this time <laughs> on the main roster. Uh, then we have, which could be the main event, but I'm going to put the top title uh, in that final slot here. Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa in a Chicago street fight. What What makes it different being a chicago street fight well it's in chicago mm. so you i mean you wouldn't have a chicago street fight in dallas because <laughs> that would be a dallas street fight that'd be such a heel move wouldn't it <laughs> if champa challenges gargano to a boston street fight yeah in in chicago so this is their second encounter after their really brutal unsanctioned fight at takeover Dallas. No, it was um, Dal- New Orleans. New Orleans. <coughs> New Orleans. Got there eventually. New Orleans. <laughs> Nola. A trophy. I like how you just go. Where else has WrestleMania been in the last couple of years? So this is yeah. This is their second encounter. Gargano won the first one, and they nicely wrapped up the story. I would have almost preferred Gargano and Champa to be kept apart and then come back again. Like two takeovers time. I agree. Um, but they've gone right back to the well here, uh, and and it's that that is that is a storytelling shame. Although it has been good stuff, it's just it's no when that 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 high has been lost building up to their first proper match. Mm-hmm. Um, but purely be oh, oh no, I'm going first, aren't I? You are purely because Gargano won the first one, and Champa's been out for so long. And he's he's lost that that first takeover match back. I've you've got to give it to I've got to give it to Champa. I do wonder if they are going to give it to Champa, and then they'll do the rubber match at NXT Takeover Brooklyn three four, which will be the next takeover show, and that'll be your like your big giant blow off to this, mm. where you have the rubber match that one one a piece. It's uh, you know maybe that's what they're going to. So I'm I'm actually going to go for Champa as well. I I was going to say Gargano. But yeah, I wonder if they are going to do the rubber match at, at Brooklyn Four, and that'll yeah, and that'll be the one to end it all. Which is great. Like we love long term storytelling, and this is a story that's been told over Multiple, two and a yeah. half, three years yeah. from their them coming into NXT, the Cruiserweight Classic, the tag team, the breakup, the injury, which prolonged this for a, a long period of time. And so, so it's it's a shame that now this last bit where they're actually fighting does feel to be crammed into three takeovers yeah uh, and it does look like they're gonna do that yeah like it'd been cool to have say they had Champer against someone else on this show because mm-hmm. like they did a big injury angle for Johnny Gargano so you had almost an excuse for him not to be on the takeover show and you could have even done like if Champer had won that you could have even repeated the angle you'd done at Philadelphia where like Champer is celebrating up the ramp and all of a sudden Gargano comes out and hits him you know poetic justice and yeah. quite nice really yeah that would have been that would have been a lot better way to keep this feud going without making it and it's not stale it's not in their second match but it's i wouldn't have done it this way yeah but still very much looking forward to it uh finally alistair black the champion defending against lars sullivan the jack kirby drawing come to life a title match that i think nxt cared about so little it was like made 
just before like mm. it was I think it was more or less just made last week so like we're two weeks to go before takeover we've had months to sort this out uh, or last Sullivan it's last Sullivan if that doesn't tell you that blacks retain <laughs> yeah, right so this was meant this was the original plan for New Orleans no yeah New Orleans New Orleans yeah. New Orleans uh, but Lars Sullivan just kind of disappeared for a bit. The, some said he was injured. I can't remember how that really resolved. Then, then he came back and, and Black had moved on to... No, it was Almas. It was meant to be Almas versus Sullivan. My apologies. Yes. Uh, and now that Lars is finally getting that shot here, it's going to be interesting to see how they play it in terms of match structure. Uh, but yes, you're going first. Well, here. I mean, I'd, I'd love the angle that they did on NXT, Ed, where, he's, where he went to do Black Mass and he just, like, without even flinching, just, like, caught the foot and then just dragged it down and hit his, um, what's his finish called? His uh, freak accident. Mm. And just hit that move and kind of stood tall. But I cannot see Lars Sullivan as NXT champion at this point in time. This just feels like a proper, like an 80s Hogan thing. Of just like, we're going to bring in this big lad, make him look like a monster, so we can then feed him to Hogan and Hogan can beat him. Um, and I think Alistair Black is 100% retaining here. And I agree that means we're completely drawn across the board. Uh, yeah, I d- and it's it's a curious bit of booking because Lars doesn't. I don't feel like Lars being in this title match and losing really helps him. No, it's, it certainly doesn't. There's other people that I would probably rather see in this position for, for and I'd have liked to have seen Alistair Black as champion get into a massive feud, like off, like, you know, straight off the bat, he's won the championship, and then he gets his first big feud that he can sink his teeth into, we can build to a big old match at a takeover show. Maybe that's what we're going to get at Brooklyn 4, at least you'd hope we're going to get that at Brooklyn 4, maybe with an EC3, maybe with a ricochet, someone like that, you can do a big old match at the next takeover show. So it's a shame that this is kind of like, almost a throwaway match. Mm. Like, I almost think this might even be like third on the card yeah possibly they might actually consider ricochet and velveteen dream a bigger matchup than they currently have here or baszler and cross as well i think baszler and cross will um that will open the show or the tag match will Mm. open the show uh and curiously no uk title on this show uh and no north american champion nope neither no adam cole it would just be in the corner of the undisputed Mm. era um, and no EC3, no, you know the, these big debuts that you've done. They've been really pushing um, Kona Reeves on TV. Like he's not in the show either. It kind of shows you the, the depth that that NXT has as a roster. That some of these guys can just kind of take a night off you know, on yeah. a big show. But also, kind of, oh, do you need that many titles? We did say this at the time that NXT probably didn't need a mid card title mm. because, like, they only really have five matches, which means that four of them. Average like on average will be for championships or championships won't be featured. Uh, one last prediction: we won't count it in a thing though. Who's going to turn up on camera watching in the crowd? Keith Lee's going to be at ringside. Well, we hope so. I, I do think that Keith is going to be there, and he's going to get like the oh, OMG, look who it is! It's international sensation, and limitless Keith Lee, and he'll do this. And he will look, and he'll just be absolutely awesome, and he'll just look at us and go like, support I. Oh. Support Luke. If he, if he says something along the lines that pushes us, like no, we would never do no, that. No, we would never do that. Uh, and nor should he. No, sure. <laughs> this is his first thing on on WWE programming. It's like Espresso talks great. That 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 those two guys who once put like really said nice things about me. Yeah, and well, we had a nice drink with him as well. We did we did? Uh, but yeah, like he's so good. I can't. I really really want him to succeed. Yeah. Uh, 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.